Welcome to another episode of Journal Entries. It is always going to be my greatest honor to know that you are spending 10-15 minutes at a time listening to the things that the Lord has placed inside of me um, in order that I can share them with you. My prayer is always going to be that what you hear will not just inspire you, but it will challenge you to move one step in your life or in your relationship with the Lord or your relationship with others. So each time I record a podcast, I try and answer a question that someone has asked me. And the question that I received this week is, how do I become bold enough to share my story? Well, the very fact that you've shared that question or asked that question means that God is preparing you or you are closer to sharing your story than you realize. I think a misconception is is that we have to um, have all of the answers when it's time to share our story. Or one of the misconceptions is that I have to share every detail about my life or my story in order to do what God is asking me to do. I would say to be bold enough to share your story, there are a couple of things that you need to remember. Number one, People don't need to know all of the details, so you don't have to share all of the abuse or all of the pain. You don't have to share all of the details about what took place or why you're at the point that you're at right now. Sharing your story means that you have a story, and the pieces of the story that we share are the parts that God has redeemed or healed. So if you're sharing your story and it has to do with abuse, it's not about what happened to you. It's about who you are now that God has gotten you to the other side of it. So I want to challenge you Um, the one that asked that question. Share your story from the other side of the pain. Share your story from the other side of forgiveness. Share your story from the other side of how God has redeemed you and who you are now as a result of that. People want to want to be able to relate to the humanity and to the power of God. Those are the pieces of your story that produce hope. So again, it's not about sharing all the details of the abuse or immorality or the pain leading up to it or what you endured. People need to hear what God has done through it and how you are healed and rejoicing during that time. So thank you so much for asking that question. I'm going to be praying for you today that you're able to grapple through the details and share with the audience that God has given. And and actually, that brings up another point. I think that when we think about sharing our story, we may be thinking about sharing with mass audience. God wants us just to share with the people in front of us. Never underestimate the power of one-on-one conversations. So as you're sharing your story, share it with the people in front of you. Don't worry about the mass crowd or platform. Just share as you have been given the opportunity to share. That's the way Jesus shared. He just shared one person at a time. And I think we'll be doing ourselves a favor if we follow suit. All right. So today's podcast is called Raise Your Hand If You're Over It. And I'm going to tell you something. I am over it, or at least I was yesterday. All I could think of is quarantine, stay home, wear a mask, back up six feet, listen to updates, open the country, keep the country closed. It's fine if you do this. It's fine if you don't do that. It's fine if you don't go home. It's fine if you do go home. 
um, something about a curve and something about flattening things. And you, you know what I mean? Everywhere I looked yesterday, it was about one of those things. And I really don't want you to get me started about my Pinterest or email or social media platforms because all those want me to do is exercise at home or they send me alert if I'm not exercising. How do they know? They don't know. And I'm tired of getting those alerts and I'm tired of going outside and the weather being perfect. And I'm tired of waking up and it's not perfect. I guess you could say I'm a little bit over it maybe even a little bit grumpy. And I think it's because I want there to be an end in sight. I miss the people that I work with. And I miss seeing my friends that are really more like family. And I miss spontaneity. And I miss hugging people. Um, Some of you aren't over it, and that's fine. And it's because you're not a real follower like me. (laughs) And I'm not judging you out loud to other people. I'm just kidding. I'm not judging you at all. Yesterday, though, I was done organizing the garage and cleaning out closets and sweeping under the couch for the millionth time. And anyway, I wanted to record an episode and release it yesterday because Friday is the day they normally come out, but I didn't because I didn't have anything in me to share. As a matter of fact, I went to bed at 8.30 because I felt heavy and tired Honestly, I'm not sure if I have anything to share today either, but I made a commitment to myself to start a podcast, and I've been making excuses to keep from starting it for the better part of 10 years. In all that time, I wrote and I prayed and I studied and I prepared and I tried to make things perfect, but it never was. And so I found myself waking up and being a little bit over it like I was yesterday Only in my um, over-it state of mind, I stopped dreaming and writing and preparing, and I moved on with my life and buried every thought that came up about it. You know, it's crazy how things kind of stir passions up or memories up, and that's what happened a few days ago. Mike and I have about 100 million rose bushes around our home, give or take, and a few days ago, we started digging up the ones that have died. Some of them were really big, but we had stopped pruning them, so they'd stopped growing. They still look like rose bushes. They still had deep roots, but there was no life, no flowers, because we were over that too. It's a lot of work to prune shrubs. I decided this morning that yesterday wasn't the only time I would ever be over something in life, so I recorded a podcast I remembered that I'd been over things before, and I'm certain I'll be over something else again. It's just a part of life. And the more I make life about me and how I feel, the more often it'll happen. I'll just be over it. Yesterday, I took my attitude and decided I could let it grow and fester, or I could offer to watch my grandbaby. So I did. And I drove to go see one of my kids, my daughter. We walked around outside. We sat at the house. And when I got home, I FaceTimed a friend and sent messages to a few others. I prayed for our nation and our state and the world. I warmed up leftovers for dinner and told my kids how much I love them and how incredibly proud I am of them. They didn't do anything. I just wanted them to know I hadn't changed my mind. I looked for ways to stop thinking of me, and I came up with ways I could care for and encourage others, the people around me. Everything I was over had to do with how things were affecting me. I was so tired last night because I had to wage war all day on who I would choose, me and the way I want things to be, 
or the Lord and how I could use my day and my time instead. Yesterday, I didn't move mountains. I didn't perform miracles. And it started out like most days do with a choice to live and be fruitful or a choice to live and be over it. The pandemic that we're in really isn't causing my I'm over it. It's serious in some ways, but it's also no different than any other day. I still have to wake up and decide what today will hold in my mind and my heart and how I'll walk it out. I'm not talking about the physical things. I'm talking about the emotional side of things. I think everybody has a day off or an off day rather, and it's really fine until you know yourself well enough to know that your off days can cause you to lose hours, weeks, months, or years of your life. I want to clarify, I don't think we should be perfect, but I do think we should be alert. I don't think we're supposed to be happy all the time, but I do think we need a plan when we're not. I don't think we have to just take what life deals us, but I do think we're better to think about what life is dealing others. I don't know if you have those off moments like I do when you're just over it, but if you do, I'd like to challenge you to do these things. Be over it, but don't lose a lot of time to it. Be over it, but don't make drastic decisions to leave someone, change jobs, or give up on a dream, like never report recording another podcast again. Be over it, but let time pass and think of others while you get your bearing about you. In other words, be over it, but don't make it so situational. It's just a part of life. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. In Philippians 4, 6, it reiterates what I'm trying to say. Feel, but don't be mastered by situations and be thankful. Today I woke up and I feel a minute better than yesterday, but who knows about tomorrow? I've learned that I can't live my life for tomorrow or live my life with the unrealistic expectation that if I can just get to tomorrow, everything will be okay. I feel better right now, but I may be over it again by this afternoon. And as I'm sharing with you, the revelation of my emotionally led life is rising to the surface. Today, I'm going to spend more of my time focusing what I'm not over. I am not over the power of the cross. I am not over the gift of having children. I am not over having a home to live in. I am not over having people to show love. I am not over missing my people. Today, I am not over it. But if I am tomorrow, I'm going to go back to this podcast or my notes and get a full grip on myself. I can wait for life to be perfect where I'm always fine, or I can learn to appreciate the imperfections of life and enjoy the ride. And I can grow with it. I can go with the flow today, or I can be mastered by how I feel about it. How about you? How are you? Today, I'm praying for those of you who are not okay, and I'm praying for those of you who are. This isn't the first time we're going to be over something, and it won't be the last. And how we get through these days are important. We don't wish for tomorrow. We learn healthy ways to cope with today. We cope by being thankful. We cope by focusing on others. We cope by understanding that today is not the end. It's just today. And we've got a realistic way to get through today so so we can have a realistic way of getting through tomorrow. 
I love you. Today is not going to be perfect for some of you. And for some of you, it's going to be the perfect day. What we have to grasp and understand that today is what we today will turn out with how we feel about and what we do with today. Tomorrow will bring its own troubles. Tomorrow will bring its own gifts and its own blessing. Today, I love you. Today, you're going to be okay. Today, don't make decisions that's going to impact your future if you're not thinking clearly. Instead, find somebody to love, find some way to give your life away, and ask yourself, when I get to the end of the day, do I want to have lost it to this emotional roller coaster, or do I want to have leaned in and chosen what today can be like if I'll just tweak my heart and my attitude a little bit? I love you to pieces. Again, I'm praying for you, and I look forward to the next time we get to talk.